0: arena. Uh, Conference USA Men's Basketball Championships are going on down in Frisco, Texas. Uh, the men and the women get underway. Uh, Western Kentucky UTEP, 8-9. and a nine, uh, Tonight at 5.30, the winner of that plays FAU, the top seed, and MTSU, the men, uh, start tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, against Charlotte, the four versus the five, and the women, uh, tomorrow morning, Lady Raiders, 11 a.m., the number one seed against the winner of uh, this morning's FIU-Charlotte game, and down in Frisco, Texas, wearing a 10-gallon hat, and his cowboy Boy boots, uh, <laughs> the, vo- the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Good morning, Chip. Hey, Chip. I- I'm doing good. I just hope it's not
1: big hat, no cattle. <laughs> we, uh, but my 10-gallon head and my 10-gallon hat. But uh, everybody got down here uh, in good shape yesterday, and, uh, and both teams have just uh, had breakfast. Uh, practice is getting underway for both teams today. You know, they both teams got in a position to where. Uh, you know, to have the shorter path to win three games in three days instead of four games in four days. And it all gets underway. The women's uh, tournament starts in about 35 minutes from right now.
0: And the starter, talk about the facility because there's court A, court B. Sight lines are different than in a an arena-type setting and, and takes some getting used to. Just talk about the setting down there.
1: Okay, well, the Ford Center at the start is essentially the Dallas Cowboys indoor facility that seats about 15,000 for football. And they will play uh, three, during football season, you'll have uh, about three or four high school games a week played in this facility as well as the Cowboys uh, play, uh, having it for their practice facility. It's connected to the Cowboys office building and their outdoor practice facility. So what they do is they there's a Gigantic curtain, which also has its own Twitter handle uh, <laughs> at CUSA Curtain, uh, and, and it uh, there's a curtain right down the 50 yard line, and they 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 build a court on each end that is kind of nudged up to one sideline, and they use all the stands uh, on on the sideline, and then they have a, a another set of portable stands on the other side, but. It, I mean, it, they're set up as identical as they can, and they've done a little bit of tweaking. I think this is the fourth year that we've been here, uh, and 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 the contract for this being the site, this is the final year in the current contract, and and uh, there's some interesting rumors about where it may or may not be next year. Some people uh, like this facility. Uh, Rick Stansberry, uh was uh, in the Bowling Green newspaper yesterday <laughs> in no uncertain terms, was he happy about uh, playing in this facility. It does have different sight lines and, uh, it looks, it looks good on television, but it has its challenges as well.
0: Chip, when you look at the men's team, obviously closing out the regular season
1: with those two losses in Texas, do you think that affects at all how they go into this tournament and this game tomorrow night? You know, I I don't know, Johnny, that's an excellent question. Uh, you know that I just did my own local show with, and I had Coach uh, Rick Ensel and Coach Nick McDevitt on, and I asked Nick about that and the, the difference of this team at home and on the road, and he said it, it, it was all come down to how they how they defend and rebound, mm-hmm. and, and did not defend well on the road trip to North Texas and UTEP. Uh You know the the upside is they they've given up over the last two years. They've given up 59 points per game at home. They've given up 59 points per game on neutral site games, and that includes 102 points to UAB last year. And uh, and and they that they've given up 76 points per game in true road games. Middle is nine and two on neutral site floors over the last two years, and so. You know, I think they have a good feel about how to how to go about that. The thing playing Charlotte, you're not going to have a, a big home court advantage for anybody, hmm. so it, it's going to be about going out and executing your stuff.
0: Chip, it just really seems that Nick. Big Devitt has really settled into the job. I know the uh, 26 wins and and the kind of run they made uh, a couple years ago now and where they are, they're just seemingly in a really good place. Uh, Things are so fluid these days with the transfer portal, NIL, the pandemic extra year, all of that, all the above. But it just seems like he's really got to handle where this program is.
1: I I think so. And, you know, interestingly enough, you know, we all are – always concerned about the transfer portal and how you have to re-recruit your own roster every year. This this season, Middle and Navy are the only two Division I programs that did not gain, nor did they lose, a player to the transfer portal. But that was this year. You know, you don't know what next year will bring. Uh, this will be the end of the line for DeAndre Dishman this year. Um and, and and I know they want to bring in another dig or two. Where do you go find that? Is that through the transfer portal? Is it through the JUCO? Is it through high schools? Uh, you know that that's one of those things they've got to find the guy with the right fit. And and so whatever number they sign uh, will be dependent on you know is does anybody transfer out uh, that kind of thing and and it's just kind of what has become a, a staple. But you're right, Nick is Nick is is very comfortable when he got here. I mean, the, uh, he, he got a, he got an ultimate roster that that uh, ended up having to almost be rebuilt uh, through no fault of anyone. It just was circumstances. You had a recruiting class that had been signed that was outstanding that all ended up not coming, and and so th- they had some some growing pains early on. But he, uh, even as a young guy, is unbelievably patient. And and always, uh, you know, it's, you remember the old TV commercial, Never Let him See You Sweat? Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was he was that guy through the lean times. And, uh, and you know, and it's interesting to see how he handles his team now. I mean, obviously he was not happy on, on Saturday, and anybody that listened to, to to my broadcast knows that I had to fill for about 30 minutes <laughs> while they were going at it in the locker room afterwards. and uh, And he's got a mature team. Where they where they do talk frankly, and you don't have to treat them with kid gloves. And and I think this team today's practice and tomorrow's walkthrough is going to be very important for them. And earlier today on on my show, I, I asked him a question. I said, "Fill in the blank." I said, "As as blank goes, so goes middle." And he said, "As our defensive and rebounding goes, he goes. He goes. Middle has to be." Uh, as connected as they have been all year uh, going into this game with Charlotte and Charlotte started the year as one of the one of the three slowest paced teams in the country and the way they measure that is how much of the shot clock do you use on an average shot clock situation north texas by the way by those standards is the slowest paced team in the country well, Charlotte's now turned it around, and they have gotten faster, and they have a 6'11 uh, uh, Egyptian center named Ali Khalifa, who is one of the most outstanding passers as a big man in all of college basketball, and they sort of invert the floor where he plays outside and they try to get mismatches inside, but he's all of a sudden uh, used his deft touch to pass passing the basketball to become a much more prolific score for them. So. It's going to be a different Charlotte team than we faced either time we played them. And in this year they did split, uh, uh, losing in Charlotte on December 29th and then winning in Murfreesboro about a month and a half later.
0: Chip, when you look at the, you know, how
1: balanced the scoring has been for middle all, all season long, is there one guy that really needs to step up this weekend to allow the Blue Raiders to make a deep run? And I think, you know, if you look back last year at the run that they made, a big part of that was uh, the way that DeAndre Dishman played. Yeah. And, and, and he uh, – I, I think he needs to be a, a strong presence uh, because as my broadcast partner Kyle Turnham talks about all the time of how much better Middles offense is when it runs through him. He'll set up at a high post right there on the Conference USA logo in the lane and direct traffic and, and you know, work the inside out. They work a high-low with him. Uh, I think he has to be a strong presence. As far as being able to shoot the basketball, uh, you know, you're going to have to have – it's going to be by committee, I think, as far as the outside shot. And uh, Cam Weston's got to got to play well and make good decisions – at
0: the point, well, and Chip Walter's voice of the uh, uh, Blue Raiders with its that, choose Chip, uh, the uh, on Twitter, is this a two bid league? Let's say chalk holds, MTSU wins, FAU wins, they'll meet uh, Friday in the quarterfinals, and actually, and actually the semifinals rather. Has FAU done enough? Their nets fifteen right now. They're twenty six and three. They, it seems like win or lose, if they win that first one, that they're going to get an at-large regardless? I think, I think it's a
1: two-bid league if somebody can beat FAU. Uh, if FAU wins out, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a two-bid league this year. Uh, it could be, uh, depending on, you know, if somebody makes a run. If, if North Texas ends up, uh, you know, they, they would be the other one that would have a shot. Uh, to make it a two bid, uh, the, I think the one that really worries me, if they are right, is UAB. Uh, they are they are good. They are incredibly good. They've got they've got every spot covered. Uh, North Texas is unbelievable defensively. They held Western to thirty three points on Saturday night. You've got uh, UAB, like I mentioned. Then you've got FAU. Who is very balanced? I think Middle is probably if you are going to compare FAU and Middle are probably most like each other in the sense that that they are they they are they're, they're probably more balanced across the floor than 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 the others.
0: On the women's side, uh, I guess the same question is: Is the uh, have the Lady Raiders done enough? Uh, Their Nets, I think, 28 in the country. Probably could need to win a game at least yeah, it, it, it to get in. But I think the body of work there is for Rick's team. Is there, if they could maybe get to the semifinal round. And this could be uh, on both sides, really. A, a if, if, say, middle knocks off FAU and the men in the semis, this could be a two-bid league on both sides. It, it
1: could if, if things happen, you know, and – and and uh, you know I don't know that that Rick is you know wanting to get beat so the league can get two bids on yeah, the really. women's side, but uh, but it it is a unique situation that both the men and the women's side have a ranked team going into uh, the conference tournament this week, and and you know Middle has all the pieces uh, to do a lot of damage, and and they've beaten everybody in the league this year. Uh, pulled one out of the fire on, on Saturday. They were down five with a minute to go against UTEP. Got the game into overtime and won it at home. The addition of Savannah Wheeler, from uh, she was at Marshall a year ago and led Conference USA in scoring. She went into the transfer portal, ended up at middle. She's been a huge addition. Courtney Whitson is back healthy. Uh, Ksenia Maleska, when she is right, she brings a skill set as a 6'2", Four uh, that is outstanding, and uh, so you know, and, and defensively, Middle leads almost every category in conference defensive stats. So if, again, you know, it goes back to that as well. But but this is a, a Middle team that that has the ability to score a ton of points uh, when they when they're going.
0: We know when the spring football starts yet? I didn't even. I've looked. Was looking. I didn't even. Uh, that uh, it is.
1: It's in about a week. Yeah, I think, well, next week because we, yeah. Middles on spring break this week. So hmm. once they get back, uh, <laughs> it'll start. And I think the the final practice I saw uh, it looks like around April thirteenth. Yeah, like that. crazy,
0: crazy times. Yeah. All right. So all right, go go eat your big old side of beef down there, Chip.
1: Well, you know we went we we went to uh, Fogo de Chow last night. Uh, in the, the Brazilian steakhouse and, and uh, watch the guys put on an eating exhibition over there. And, <laughs> good uh, Lord. It was, it, was, it was something else. They uh, don't want to see, and, you. I mean,
0: you can do some damage in those Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, steakhouses. Hell yeah. I mean, hey,
1: good Lord. I mean, middle, Middle's men were there, uh, UTEP's men were there, and Rice's <laughs> women were all there at the same time. So they had to have some stuff coming off the grill. Yeah. You know, it was the second year in a row we've gone over there. The guys. Really love it because they're they're all carnivores and and go you gotta out get, and get your hard. protein right, Chip. That's right. That's exactly right.
0: All right, <laughs> Chip. Hey, uh, we'll be listening. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, Chip. Thank you, guys. See you, JB. All right, all man. Right, uh, see you soon, uh, Chip Walter. Those Brazilians take it because it's all you can eat. Right. And they bring the you know the, what do you have those little uh, tokens, right? They're I don't know about the size of a hockey puck, right? And you turn them over on, on the table. Yeah. And if it's green, they will come bring you food and you carve it right there at your table, the mm-hmm. meats, the proteins. And if it's red, you flip it back over and you don't want anything. So they just walk around, you know, carrying their meats around with them. And if they see green, they'll come and, you know, it's, that's, there's some damage that can be done in your, those things. I mean, mm. I'm a carnivore. I admit it. Oh, yeah. I am. Mean, yeah. I, I, you, I, you know what? Know. I, I seriously
1: considered going vegan about mm-hmm. a year ago, and I may experiment mm-hmm. with it at some yeah. point.